Hi, I'm Sanira, and I'm a mom of two, a daughter of an immigrant and an unlikely entrepreneur who went from scaling an idea to a nine-figure business. Along the way, I learned that less than 2% of female founders ever hit a million in revenue, and I'm on a mission to change that because we should all feel empowered enough to run our lives like we're the CEO. Since I never went to CEO school, I've had to learn it all the hard way. Now, I'm sharing it all with you so that you can join us as we discuss the mindset, money, and marketing secrets of the women who have bet big on unconventional paths to their version of success. Grab a seat because class is officially in session. Welcome to CEO School. Hello, lovelies. Welcome to CEO School today. I am your host, Sanira Madani, and I have a special treat for you today. Today's Wednesday episode, I am going to be hijacking. Yes, hijacking today's business buzz because I have a special treat for you. So I just finished coming off of an incredible live workshop for the CEO School Experience. The CEO School Experience is a four-day live event that I'm hosting on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday of this week, and we decided to turn it into a podcast episode. The chat was so fire. People enjoyed these lessons so much. And the lessons are about going from entrepreneur to CEO, which is all of the most amazing things we talk about on the show. And so we felt like, why not take all of this great knowledge? If you didn't get an opportunity to catch the workshops live, you will get to listen to an incredible replay of the experience. On day one, which is today, we're going to be talking about the CEO habits and the top 10 lessons I have learned going from entrepreneur to CEO. So that is what we're going to be covering today on Wednesday. And then day two, we're going to be doing scalability. One of my favorite topics is 10X scalability and how we can take your business and transform it to the next level. What got you from zero to five figures is not what's gonna get you from five to six, definitely not what's gonna get you from six to seven and beyond. So we're gonna be talking about product and pricing and scalability on day two, which is going to launch for you on the podcast on Thursday. And then Friday, which is going to be our third day for the podcast, is gonna be live coaching. You can come back and catch these live, so come check out the show notes from today's episode and come join us live. But over the next four days, I'm going to take the experience and bring it to you. On day three of the experience, we're going to be doing live coaching, live questions from all of your burning questions. If you have questions on how to scale your business and go from entrepreneur to CEO, systems on people, profit, process, whatever comes your mind, submit them. Go to the show notes, we have all the links, and I will be answering your questions live on day three for an open coaching session you do not want to miss. And finally, on day four is the road to 2%, which is where I want all of you to be. Whatever success looks like on your terms, right? Whether that is to have a six-figure business, whether it is to launch your first product, whether it is to have a multi-seven-figure business and have a dream team, to have the business work for you and not you work for the business. If you are tired of wearing every single hat as a CEO and as an entrepreneur, but you want to level up, you want to have the processes, the people, and the profits around you for scale, day four, which is going to air on Saturday. It's going to be live on Thursday. I know the dates are kind of confusing. It's We're literally doing the experience and then bringing it to you the next day. So come join us on audio over the next four days on the podcast, and you can still join us live. And 
these episodes are going to be super fire. I'm going to share with you live what's happening. You can also come into the show notes to catch the replays, get the decks, get the links. We are sharing our playbooks. I have a downloadable workbook. I'm assigning homework to the live audiences. We have six thousand people registered for this experience. And I don't even know how I missed it. I mean, this is what being a a crazy busy entrepreneur looks like. I'm like, why didn't I come back to the show to give them this amazing, amazing experience for all of you? You guys have been our loyal listeners all along. We want nothing from this. I just want you to enjoy the next four days. And if you do drop us a review, let us know how it was. Screenshot these episodes on social because that is how I know that you are listening. Tell me what you've learned, what your biggest lessons and takeaways are, and we will get back to regular programming on Monday with another incredible episode of CEO School The Show with another incredible, incredible founder. So enjoy these next few recordings and us hijacking the podcast. I promise you it's going to be so fun and such an enjoyable next few episodes. Let me know what you think. Hi, I'm Sanera Madani, and I'm a mom of two, a daughter of an immigrant and an unlikely entrepreneur who went from scaling an idea to a billion dollar business. Yes, a billion dollar business. Since I never went to CEO school, I've had to learn it all the hard way, but you shouldn't have to, because we believe that you deserve to have it all. And honestly, nothing bad happens when women make more money. Grab a seat because class is officially in session. I'm late to my next meeting. Sal's gonna fucking kill me. Hello everyone and welcome to CEO School Experience Day 4. We are live here from New York City in Manhattan. I am so excited. I cannot believe that we were able to bring our studio experience live here in New York. This week has been literally the most amazing week of my life. It's been just so incredible. I feel so grateful for all of you that have shown up every single day for this experience. Those that are catching it after hours, on replay, in their cars, in audio, during meetings, like the tags have been so unbelievably inspiring and I am inspired by every single one of you uh, and the CEOs that you are. I just feel so grateful. I wanted to start off, like I can't believe we're in beautiful New York City. I'm here for a PR dinner tonight. We have an amazing Eid dinner. So it's a celebration of Ramadan. And we put together just the most influential South Asian celebrities that all celebrate this beautiful holiday because representation matters. Representation matters so much to me. And so we are putting this together. I'm hosting it with the most unbelievable co-host. So that's tonight here in New York. And because it was the last night of our uh, last day of our experience, and we've literally produced this at such a high level, I went to the producers and I said, you guys all have to come with me to New York. And they hopped on a plane and we set up the entire studio here. And I'm just so grateful for the team, for all of you showing up. It's been just unbelievable to see something in your head come to life. And I'm just so, so, so grateful. So that's the energy today. The energy is gratitude. I hope you can feel that energy of gratitude. Express gratitude for yourself for showing up today. It is not easy. Um, having a company, becoming an entrepreneur, and then taking the time to work on your business and not just in your business, right? So working on your business is what we're here for and going from founder to CEO. We have a beautiful jam-packed hour, but today we're gonna go a little bit over today. So as I mentioned yesterday in our live recording, there were so many questions that you, you all had. We wanna make sure that we're able to cover all of your questions 
uh, from this experience, as well as the major announcement coming on the top of the hour at one o'clock. So stay tuned, come all the way. And of course, as always, we're delivering the highest value and the best bonuses for the people that actually stay and put in the work. And so I'm just really pumped and let's do it. Let me know where you're, where you are uh, tuning in from live in the chat. Again, I see all of my studio settings here. And so I want to feel that same energy as I did in Orlando. So drop your name, drop your business, let me know what city you're tuning in from. What have been your favorite highlights of the week? Some big takeaways. Have you been doing the homework? Oh my God, we've got incredible, incredible humans here. Maria from Deltona, uh, Tivra from New Jersey, Cassie from the Philippines. Wow, welcome. UK, Austin, Eva is from Switzerland. We've got so many international CEOs here. That's so badass. And I'm just so pumped for all of you. Let's get started and keep chatting. This community is just so wonderful and so grateful. I hope each of you guys can cultivate amazing relationships because honestly, being the CEO, I think one of the hardest parts is it's really, really lonely, but it doesn't have to be. I've always felt that it was so lonely in my career, especially as a woman CEO, a woman entrepreneur, a woman in leadership. At every step of the way, I felt like I didn't have a seat at the table. I wasn't heard. I wasn't respected. I wasn't ever taken seriously. And this is why this community exists. So this doesn't take place anymore. And unfortunately, in corporate America, it's still the world. In business, it's still the world. But we're going to change it one step at a time. And so I'm here. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to cultivate more friendships and get to know you guys further. So the experience is not over today. So I want you to know, although we have done four days of, I don't know now, at least for this, for this summit, for this experience, Laura, how many hours have we done of live content at this point? I think we've done over eight hours. I think when we're going to be done, we're going to do 10 hours of free live training and workshops, which is unbelievable the amount of content that we've created for all of you but it's not over. There it is, 10 plus. It's not over, we've got lots more to go. So on day one, for those that might have missed some of those modules, they're all standalone. So they're not in any particular, you have to do it in this order. So if you didn't get a chance to catch some of the previous uh, day's uh, modules, be sure to check them out. We have playbooks for each of them. You have homework assignments from each of them. They are all about working on your business, going from entrepreneur to CEO. On day one, I shared my most vulnerable secrets on, and top 10 lessons of what I have learned after almost a decade in business. So check those out. On day two, we covered scalability. Scalability is a very large topic to cover. And we talked about the different pillars of scalability and we deep dove into two of them. So we talked specifically about your product scalability and we talked specifically about your pricing scalability. So we went deep into that. Yesterday on day three, we did hot seats and oh my God, I got emotional. It was exciting. I mean, it was just fire. Like it was fire. Who felt the energy of the hot seats yesterday? Shout out to all of our hot seat participants and the winners yesterday. It takes a lot to show up and be in the hot seat and take feed forward. And so catch those replays, those hot seats were incredible. We got to answer uh, some great Q&A. I had a incredible a whiteboard moment uh, for talking about how, how I even think about systemizing my time or how I think about what tasks are more important, how to take a project map and to how we actually get it into action. So that was really, really fun for me. 
to get up and do it on the whiteboard. That's usually how I like to live coach and live teach. So that is my favorite part of, of mentorship and coaching is literally the live element of it. And it's when I'm at my best. And then day four, which is today, Thursday, and don't be sad, it's not over. I know I know, so many of you guys have been texting, DMing me, like I can't believe it's the last day. It's not, it's just the beginning. It is just the beginning. And today we're gonna outline your roadmap to, to 2%, less than 2% of female founders ever break a million in revenue. And that statistic is why I have started CEO school. I didn't go to CEO school. And I believe I'm not expecting that statistic to be 100%, but it should not be 2%. And we need to have parity here. Men should not be eight times more likely to succeed in business than women. That's just bullshit, right? Who saw yesterday on ESPN women sports getting pay parity? That was so incredible. It was such a win for the world to see women's sports um, in soccer and in the NBA getting pay parity with the with with their male counterparts. They were literally getting paid a tenth of what um, the men are getting paid in our in in the U.S. And so we're on this road to two percent together. Nothing bad happens when women make more money and you are in the right room today. You are in the absolute right room today. We are in New York City. I feel alive when I'm in New York City. It's ugh, one of my favorite, favorite places to be. Um, and so I'm just so pumped. Okay, so what we've done, we've covered and optimized your product suite, okay? So you have a clear vision for your product offerings in your business. You might have one product today. You might be looking to expand your products. We talked about your customer lifetime value, how you can stretch your customer and going, taking them from their journey. I gave the example of CEO school's entire journey and the product offerings that come within it. I want to remind you that you're not going to have your full customer journey day one. Okay. You have to have your hero product, your core product. When you have your core product perfectly optimized, then you can expand. And don't worry, in our product module suite, we're gonna cover how to perfectly expand that as well and when is the right time to bring on these net new products and initiatives. But don't worry, if you do not have the perfect product suite today, know where the gaps are. Knowing where the gaps are, are is just as important. And I think that's also might be some of the learnings that you're having is you're seeing some of these gaps in your business and gaps are okay. Be grateful that you have an opportunity to expand and scale. That is what being a CEO is all about. Next, we went into optimization of pricing, right? Taking a look at where your pricing is today. What is the market changed? Has your value increased as well, right? How has your product evolved? And so it's important to make sure that we're adjusting our pricing accordingly and seeing how we can continue to expand that lifetime offering for our customers. I loved yesterday's hot seat where we talked about the magazine offer and the candle offer, which to me at the time, I'm like, they might be disjointed, but creating it together in a beautiful experience can now have an MRR, a monthly recurring revenue product for her. And so optimizing pricing is definitely a way to scale. Lastly, what we've done also is setting your end of year targets and goals, right? That Excel worksheet, I hope you guys completed it. You took your product, you took your pricing, and you decided what are the actual true financial goals for the business. And knowing where those goals are is the first place to start so that we can break that goal down into bite-sized pieces. So how are we feeling? Good. After like five days of nonstop, uh, two hours of public speaking, my throat is definitely, it's, it's reminding me. So I've got my hauls ready. I've got my ginger tea ready, but I may take a few little breaks to ensure I don't have a 
a cough breakout here. All right, so our goal, and when I and when I do take a pause, I need I need to tell me I need your energy in the chat because that's what I'll be reading when I do that. Okay, so your goal, halls and tea. I love my team; they're so fun. Uh, for those that are listening on audio, we have like really fun. Our team is behind the scenes. It's like a full. Um, they're just doing fun chats that this on the screen. So they're like halls and tea is what's bringing the A game today. Absolutely is. All right, so goal, your road to your next level. Again, hard work is a shortcut, right? And I'm not saying that you're gonna have seasons of burnout. We wanna avoid burnout. But what I want you to know is that you can take actionable steps, small achievable steps, and discovering how you can actually project, plan the work ahead. So it doesn't feel overwhelming, but you have to put in the work, right? And you have to lay the foundation. I will tell you, every successful business when the, when the entrepreneur puts in that foundation with the support of its team and the foundation is set, that is when you can build upon it. Again, you know I'm a big uh, proponent of analogies. And here's another one. When a building goes up, right, and you're like driving past, who's been driving past on a, a highway and you see this construction on a building, construction on a building, and you feel like it's forever. And then all of a sudden one day you drive past it and the whole building is up. And you're like, whoa, how did that happen so fast? Well, guess what? They spent most of their time on the foundation. If the foundation isn't right, you can't build anything on top of that building. And then they take in the different, as soon as they fill the first floor on top of that foundation, every floor is just a replicable, replicatable floor. There's an easy playbook to then do, but the foundation is what takes the most amount of work. This is what CEO school is, right? We're putting in the foundation. This is what we have to do. So business is personal. I am so sorry. I wish I could give you, and people can cancel me for this. So I know at some point I'm warning my team, I will get canceled for saying shit like this. But I do believe that business is personal. I love my business, okay? And I think that you should have healthy boundaries with your business, just like you have healthy boundaries with your loved ones. But it doesn't mean that it's not personal. And you have, you're here and you're showing up because you care and you care a lot and you want to do it right. And you have all these amazing goals for you, for your team, for your impact. So I want to give you permission that business is personal and what you're doing is, is incredible, but it's also important for you to maintain your energy because business is personal, right? So today I'm going to show you how I maintain my energy while doing all the things that I love because people like me and you want to keep adding and adding and adding and adding. And, but we've got to have some structure in place. I'm going to show you how I can, how, what my playbook looks like here. So you can apply the same thing to your business. And lastly, we're going to get on the road to 2%. We're going to plan out your year. You're going to do this as a homework assignment. I'm going to show you the way and whether that be and I want your business to also incorporate all the things that are happening in your personal life as well. And so we're going to be able to reach those goals. Don't worry, the goals that we've set in your end of your targets, I will show you how we can place them effectively to manage your energy. Okay, so let's take this into action. So first, we're going to zoom out to the year and understand your your annual goals, which we've already done now, right? So you have your annual goals, you have your product goals. You might've put in some project goals, such as, I think I gave an example of maybe launching the podcast, building upon your team, whatever your project goals are as well. The pro tip here is that when you set your financial goals first, it will help you make it easier to break down your project goals. Okay, so I don't wanna start with project first, I wanna start with finance first. 
I wish somebody teaches us that early on, right? Do the math first. Do the math first and then work backwards. Then we need to write out our, and sorry, there's a typo here. It's not every single task. It's all of the projects that you need to do for the year. So write out every single project that needs to get done also within your financial goals for the year. Oh, there it is. And then next, when we write out every key project, launch, a milestone that needs to take place, we then need to set those goals against a timeline view. You kind of saw me allude to it yesterday if you stayed later for the Q&A. I did a little bit, I did a whiteboard example of it and we thought it would be wonderful to actually give you the template for it today. Who's excited? Yeah, you are. So we're gonna set those goals against a timeline and to make sure that it's realistic, right? It's sustainable and that it has the right energy in place. So here's what this looks like. Okay, I need your energy. I need you to tell me if you're ready. Yes. There's my CEOs. There you go. All right, now I'll show it to you. So give to get. Here it is. So here is like a simple example. I've tried to really just break it down super simple. And this is this is something like, this is an example again, back to CEO school's example, because we've been talking about the different things that we're doing. So in a very simple sheet, okay, you can screenshot this, you'll have it in your playbooks, just January through December on a whiteboard. We did it via post-it notes yesterday. I want you to then start putting out when in each month category it feels right, okay? Also taking into account when you want to step back from the business, okay? So as I mentioned, I'm gonna be taking a month off from CEO school completely. I'm actually trying to also ensure to incorporate where my calendar might look very reflective of that at Stacks as well. And so I have put that into the energy maintenance calendar first. So I already know. In December, usually the last two weeks, I also spend with my family. So I know I can't have super heavy December and I know I'm taking the month in June or July, whenever that is. So June, let's say I place it in there. Now I know where my projects can fall into place, when launch falls into place. So you can't just, I was saying yesterday that I, I get really frustrated when you're like, okay, here's my end of year target. It's six figures, it's seven figures, divided by 12 and then it's like, here's the, here's a financial metric that we have to hit every month. That is not gonna get you there, that's a bullshit plan, right? You have seasonality in your business, you have different products that are gonna get you there. Let's pull ourselves out. We're not entrepreneurs anymore. We are entrepreneurs. And now we're gonna go from entrepreneur to CEO. CEOs would not take a simple one line um, and drag it across to say it's $8,000 a month that I'm gonna earn. That is not realistic. And that's not a great project map. You wanna do it by product. You wanna do it by launch cycle. You wanna do it with the seasonality of your business. And you wanna do it with data. Okay, so what I also want you to keep in mind is with data, when is the best time to do this? Have you historically launched your product before? And summer is usually slow. August is the best time. January is the best time. If you have like a new year beginning launch, if like for the club, January is one of the best times for us. We usually close out the year and into January launching the club because people are excited to join something in the net new year. So placing it with data, again, going back to fact plus data, fact plus data. Okay, so here's a simple example. You can put in your, you know, when we're gonna launch the podcast, maybe you're gonna launch the course. Like, we, like this is my example here. We're off. 
I'm not gonna launch merch until X time. And then you can play around with it. September, we have the conference and you can see, I can't do anything much more than plan the conference, right? And so and in December, we're gonna do our 2023 planning workshop, our workshop, and we're gonna bring in people live. So you can kind of energy maintenance out your project plan. Okay, this is going to be a bonus that I will share with you at the end. So if you stay and uh, you do the things that I'm gonna tell you to do later, you will receive all of our things as part of it. So there's like a hundred page, hundred page workbook filled with worksheets like this that you can literally take our templates and just copy paste apply. Okay. And it doesn't matter the industry. So this example here is what we do is we take that last bit of planning and then we actually put it into a calendar format. Okay. So now we know we break it down further on the weeks. So we're like, okay, launch week is gonna be this week. So for example, for this launch itself, right? It's end of May. We know that launch week is this week. It's a heavy week. And we know we're gonna do cart open, let's say today, right? So for the next, however long, we know cart open date is for the next week and that's it and it's closed and we're starting the program, right? So you put that into the calendar. And then what goes before that is pre-launch. You have to ripe your audience. You have to do your social marketing and you're getting your audience geared up for that, right? And then you can plug these things in just a little bit more in detail. I take it one step further. And because I run a full-time company, right? I also, my hours are really, really important. I have dedicated hours. I do not do more than 10 hours a week for CEO school. Cannot do it, physically cannot do it. I do not have the time. Okay. And so I have to manage every single hour and I have to show up for those, the, the, you know, the $10,000 tasks, right? Not the hundred dollar tasks. My team is going to take care of everything. So I just get to show up for the live events. I get to show up for the most important things. I've already put in the work and the foundation. I've already built the programs and, and, you know, done the things. So whether it's podcast recordings, whether it's the things that I cannot take myself out of our, our club, I show up live for the fireside chats. I show up live for the coaching. And on the right-hand side of the sheet, I literally have it listed where it'll literally be by the hour. So how many hours per week? So I'm just sharing an example with you of how you can take something so simple and then actually make this plan in there. And then guess what? I take it a step further and then this is what goes into our project manager tool, right? This is what goes in for our team. And this is our plan for the year. We know every quarter what's happening and guess what? Our social then aligns with it too. Because we know retreats coming up this week, we're going to be talking about the retreat this week on social and on the podcast and all of that has to be geared around that. It makes you overall planning of the business so much easier. You want to talk about new hiring? Do not hire new hires during a launch week or when you have a retreat or when you have a big push for your sales, for your end of year, for your uh, Black Friday sales for your product. That is not a good time to be bringing on a new hire. So you can literally zoom out and see what's happening in your business. This is what a CEO does, okay? And I don't want you to be overwhelmed, okay? So what I want you to do, I just wanted to show you, this is what you need to do first, okay? Please tell me that this is what you're gonna do first. I wanna know in the chat, I want your commitment that you are making a proper road to 2% your project map for your business this year. Pro tip number two. Seeing your goals laid out visually can help you determine what you need to move or change. I am a visual learner. I like to write things down. I also, I love the digital tools that I have, but I have to physically do it first, okay? And that's how it seeps into my brain. That's how I can move things around. 
And so when I see it, I can actually visualize it too. And I can see, actually, this doesn't make sense. Yesterday, when I was doing the, the whiteboard, I also talked about if there's too much, right? Because we're super ambitious. I want you to be super ambitious. I want you to have a million things on your eye. <laughs> Am I going too fast? Okay. Okay. Carolina here just gave me like a, a, a sign up. She says, everything is wonderful. And I'm like, okay, is there, should it not be? Should I be worried? Okay. So yesterday on the whiteboard, if it's too much, right? If you have too many plans, it doesn't mean it's a no. It just means it's a not right now. And I talked about a parking lot. A parking lot, right, is an area on your whiteboard or in your project plan that you say, here are some ideas that need to live and it needs to come to life, but not right now. So when things do not make the list or on the project plan, move them over. And guess what? If you crush something and you have the energy maintenance and things move around or you're feeling that creative energy, right now inside of the club, we're reading Big Magic as part of our book club. And I love it. She's talking all about like when the creative energy comes, we're entrepreneurs. Like we can't let it go. We're like, gotta do it. I gotta do it right now. You can pull it from the parking lot into your business, but at least you know what's happening. So parking lot is a beautiful tool that you can apply right away. You can even apply parking lot in meetings. So when you're in your next team meeting, and we cover this in the people workshop of how to actually conduct proper team meetings. Uh, but when you're in your team meeting, and everyone's kind of like talking about all these different things. You don't want to, you don't want to lose it, but you also need to keep everybody on track. You'd be like, let's parking lot it. All right. So parking lot is a great tool and it helps you stay focused and it helps you maintain your energy. Okay. Now also keep in mind seasons of business, right? Every single business is different. Service professionals might be more year long. Product businesses might have peaks right? So you might have sales cycles that you do, times when you do launch. For sure, like, um, you know, digital businesses, that's determined on you, right? You choose the seasonality of when you're going hard. Usually summers and December are usually sold for almost all businesses. Like slow does not mean that there isn't growth, right? But just keeping in mind that your audience may be traveling. People are with their families on, on holidays, um, you know, during, during Christmas break and during New Year's. But there are also different advantages to it, right? That's when end of year sales can be so impactful, right? And so when you know that you have seasonality, guess what you need to do in your plan? You have to shift that revenue up. I'm not giving you a hall pass to not get that revenue, girl. Okay, just because there's seasonality. That's bullshit. CEOs do not take time. They're not like, oh, just because it's a slow season, I'm not gonna get revenue. You've got a team to, to feed. You've got goals to hit. That's accountability. I'm gonna hold you accountable to hit those goals. How are you gonna hit those goals? Is you gotta make sure that your Black Friday sale is badass. So that as soon as it's over, you do not need to worry about that revenue in December. Right, that's how a CEO thinks. That is going from entrepreneur to CEO. And that is what I want you to put in your project map. I am not giving you a pass, okay? I will give you a pass for your rest, right? I will give you a pass to be with your family, but I want you to hit your revenue targets around that, okay? That is exactly what we're doing right here, right now. I already know, I know my entire map, like the back of my hand for my entire, for all my businesses. I'm already planning next year. This year's in the bag, right? That's how, that's how confident I want you to feel every year going into your business. So 
we're gonna repeat this. So first we're gonna do this. You've already done this. We're gonna do this for the year. But this process we do every single quarter. Every quarter we do this. Why? Because it's so important for you to adjust things, for you to add things, for you to take away things, for you to learn from the data that you've collected, right? After you've done this launch, after you did that sale, after you did the thing, after you onboarded your first 10 clients or that service, or you went from having one-on-one clients to that first group coaching, right? Or you sent that subscription box so that you can properly take that data to reassess and adjust your forecast, right? That's called reforecasting. I always, every quarter, want you to reforecast because the plan that you created will have to change based on that. It could go higher, right? And it could be slightly lower because something didn't work out. And it's important for you to adjust that so you don't have unrealistic expectations for you and for your team. Okay. I'm going to show you one of my favorite matrixes. It's the high, high impact, low effort matrix. And this is a great way for you to decide what projects or what, what things you might want to accomplish first. So these are the quadrants of, so we start with high impact, right? So what are the things that are going to have high impact into your business? So things like maybe launching the podcast, but they may be high effort too. Okay. And then low impact are things that, you know, might be like admin tasks and low effort might be tasks that are completely, you know, again, that, that might have low, that, that are, that you think that are important, but not, that might not have impact into your business. And low effort obviously is the part that's the fact that it actually doesn't take much. I want you to be focusing on tasks that are high impact with low effort. Okay. And in, in the playbook, I will, I will give you a workshop on high impact, low effort. We have it inside of the club. I will throw that in as a bonus that goes more into detail because I, this concept is going to take me more than five minutes to explain, but I want you to think about the items that are going to have the highest impact with the lowest amount of effort. Those are the projects that I want you to do first. Okay. And the items that have the high, that have low impact and are high effort, let's not do those. They're not impactful. They're going to have their low impact and low, uh, low impact and their high effort. Let's not do those. Right. So we want to focus on tasks that are going to move the needle, but are the lowest effort. Those are the ones we want to tackle first. I'm not saying that we don't do high impact, high effort. We just know that it's high impact, high effort, and it's not going to be immediate to get the results. So it's another quick, uh, quick sheet that I have that can help you kind of prioritize where to place your projects. Again, my next reminder, I know I'm covering a lot today. It's the end of the experience. I want to pack it all in for you. Okay. I want you to make sure that you are measuring the right things. So you can have the right plan in place. You can have the right products in place. You can have the right people in place. You can write, have all the right things in place. But if you don't know what the hell you're measuring, you're not going to be successful. And what we do as women is we're always thinking about our lagging indicators, revenue, like things that have already happened. I'm going to teach you today about KPIs. Okay. If you have been around the room with me, uh, been to my workshops before, listened to the podcast, you know that I love talking about KPIs. This is going to change your business. A KPI is a key performance indicator. It is a trackable, measurable result. Okay. It is a value. It's a numerical value. Okay. That's a KPI. It's a numerical value for your business. Okay. And there are so many different KPIs that you can track in your business. And I'm going to show you what targets, how to think about your targets and your KPIs. 
So now a KPI, definitely a revenue goal, a revenue, right, is a KPI. And you should be tracking that. But you also need to decide those are that already happened. What are the metrics that need to take place prior to that to actually hit your revenue target? Those are leading indicators, okay? And so an example here. So if your goal is um, you, you know, to sell nine units of your product, okay? And let's say you are, um, you are one of our hot seat participants. I believe it was Jesse. She has a coaching, she has a one-on-one -on -one, um, therapy clinic. And she wants to now go from a one-on-one -on -one program to the group coaching program that she wanted to add in, okay? Or this can apply to so many different industries, but let's use that example. She wants to sell nine units of this group program or whatever product A, product B. She knows that in order to sell the nine, she has to have conversations, right? So she has to have conversations with her clients, right? So she knows that every time she's on the phone with a client, she closes one out of two. So she has two to two calls and, and one of them for sure closes, one of them is iffy. So she knows in order to get nine unit sales, right? That's on your forecast sheet. Guess what? How many sales calls does she need to have? 18, right? So she knows that she needs to have 18 sales conversations, right? And then we take that one step further, right? She might need to have more sales calls booked, right? Because half, maybe there's a 50% show up rate. So she knows that she needs to have 30 sales calls booked in order to get 18 people to convert, uh, 18 people um, on the phone to convert nine units sold. That is an example of tracking your KPIs further in that funnel. Another example I will share with you is for this launch, right? For this program, the reason we put all this together is we wanted to create this amazing experience, yes, but we also wanted to ensure that we were able to grow our email list, right? We wanted to grow our audience. We wanted to grow our sales funnel and sales pipeline for the launch right? And so there's a funnel tracking KPI. So the KPI isn't units sold. The KPI is how many subscribers do we have? How many subscribers of those then convert into, uh, into signing up for the live experience? How many of those then show up live? That's another KPI. Of that, how many do for four days? How many do for them to convert? So you can literally take it as simple and as detailed as you want. The KPIs span across your business and across departments. Again, I want to share some of these high level things with you. Do not be overwhelmed by the detail, right? I just wanted to show that this can be applied whether you have a new business and you're tracking the five things like your email subscribers, your social followers, your revenue targets, and maybe a sales, sales tracking thing. It could be as simple as that. And customer, customer attrition, right? So how many times you lose a customer. Those could be five very simple metrics that you do for at any and all businesses. But as you progress further, as you get better, remember, what did I say on day two? I said, if you can do it once, you can do it again. And if you can do it again, you can do it better, right? That is that journey. Then we're gonna start tracking further KPIs within each department, right? So your marketing team, even if it's just one person that's managing your social media, they should have KPIs. And these should roll up into you as a CEO, right? It's somebody's, if you have somebody doing any tasks, they should have a KPI associated with it. How amazing, let me know in the chat, how amazing would it be if you had 
every Monday morning a sheet that came into your inbox from your VA, from your admin, from whoever, collecting the KPIs that are important for your business. How amazing would that be? What would that do for your business? You know what it would do? It would help you navigate the week. It would help you navigate your plans. That is you as CEO working on your business and not in your business. You don't know what you can't measure. We're going to be measuring things now, okay? And I want you to pick five KPIs that you're gonna track, okay? And that's your assignment. Three KPIs, I made it easier for you. Three KPIs for your projects or for the things that you determined in your plan and every week I want you to track those KPIs. Put it into a simple spreadsheet, track those KPIs. If you want to learn further, I promise you I'm gonna teach you where we're gonna find more information on all of this, but I want you to all take away that measuring is a huge part of scaling your profits, okay? So what does your next level look like? I want you to show up with power. You are working towards your goals, you know how to get there, you you're confident. Monday mornings are the greatest fucking mornings ever, right? That is confidence in your business. When I show up with my outfit of the day, it's not about the outfit, it's about what I'm feeling that day. I try to remind myself how I'm feeling. Do I feel confident? Do I feel like a CEO? Do I feel scalability? Do I feel, do I feel like a mentor? What do I feel that day? I want you to show up in your power. That's going from entrepreneur to CEO. I want you to have scalable business goals. You know how to strategically, you know, get right the right resources for your business. You have more time right now to do so. You also now have the financial flexibility, right? Because your business is performing better. So you can decide, do you want to take that home or do you want to invest it further to scale your business further? And you as a CEO are now working on your business. I'm not saying that you're not going to wear hats. That's impossible. Okay. But you are a generalist and you should stay a generalist. Okay, I want you to have a team around you that supports you, even if it's one person. And you do, you do the work as well. CEOs, I'm not saying I don't put in the work. We all put in the work. But you're working on the business. You take the time to know what's happening in your business so that you can delegate, right? So that you can have the right measurability, so that you can have the right areas of success and you know where you're headed towards the right direction for the vision that you have set. You're never looking back and saying, oh shit, how did I get there? I know so many women that have so much success in business, okay? And they're like, oh shit, I didn't even know that I did that until after it's done. I know exactly what's gonna happen before it happens. I already have every sales metric outlined for this launch and what's gonna happen. And I can share with you afterwards, Laura, I bet you we're gonna be within a 5% ballpark up or down, right? Because we know our shit because we put in the work to track everything, to get things right. And it's so simple, it's not complicated. And I wish these are the things that someone fucking taught me when I was growing a business, but they didn't. And that is why where there is a woman, there is a way, right? Because that is what we do, right? This is why I'm here, this is why I show up because I literally know that this is gonna change your business and your life and it changes mine. So it's actually very selfish. Okay. So just so you know, I love all of you. I want you to have all of the things, but selfishly, I want to selfishly make an impact on those statistics. That's selfish of me. I want to make this impact 
for me. It fulfills me. This is how I want my life legacy to look like. This is the most selfish goal that I have. And so for me, I just want to give it all. Like, I wish I had this. You should take advantage of all of this stuff. And if we don't have the resources where there is a woman, there is a way. There is a woman that we know that is going to come teach us. And that is the power of the community. That is the power of CEO school because it's ever going. It's ever green. It's ever a journey. It's not a destination. And I am so fucking frustrated with the internet and showing you what the hell a CEO looks like, which is not like any of us look like. And two, without a playbook for success, right? And lastly, gatekeeping all of it. It's, it's bullshit of what the world shows on entrepreneurship. It is not sitting on the beach and sipping mojitos and private planes and finance bros. That is a portion of the success that may come, but there is so much more in between. And everybody wants you to chase a destination, right? And that's why the 2% club is a club. It's not about the million dollars in revenue, okay? I want you to determine success on your own terms, whatever that looks like. Stop letting the world define your success. We are gonna define it together. Who is with me? I'm gonna take a quick water break. I know my passion is is here. It's real. I love it. I love my job. I'm so lucky to do to get to do this every day. I actually think Elon Musk is really cool. So even though he is still pale and male, he's not stale. He's edgy. You know what I love about Elon is that he is a visionary. He thinks big and he doesn't take no for a fucking answer. You know what I love about Elon is that he shows up on fucking social media and shares whatever's on his mind. So I actually look up to Elon a lot as a CEO. Amazing. If you've loved this experience, ah, I'm so excited. I don't even know if I want to do this right now. It's going <laughs> to, okay, we're going to do it. If you have loved this experience, you're going to absolutely love what's next. This is two years three years now of all of hard work, sweat, tears, trial and error, workshops, mentoring, coaching, God, community, building, partnerships, like every single thing, collaborations, other CEOs, every fucking conference ever. Last 10 years of business as well. 200 episodes of podcasts and learning from women who have made it to the 2% Club. We have put together, I have put together, alongside with my team, the CEO School program. It is the program, it is an eight-week program to take you from entrepreneur to CEO. It's here, okay? It's all the things. I've coached the 2.0s, I've done smaller, I've done rich, I've done it all. I've been there in your shoes and I've taken the most important business modules and put them in to a eight week program. And it's not over at the eight weeks. I'll show you exactly what's part of the program. What is what makes this truly unique? So one, this isn't just a online course that you take and you start it and you throw it away or you don't get anything out of it or you learn one time and it's done. This is eight weeks of actual training by me. Okay. So I am there with you live every single week. You're going to be in the room with me, in an intimate setting with me. 
me and you, you and me, besties, business besties, okay? And we're gonna have real conversations on all the things that we are implementing. I am going to hold your hand every step of the way, okay? And if anyone has been part of anything that I've done, you know I'm holding your hand every step of the way. So you are not alone. I am with you for this next eight weeks. There are six online modules. Class is officially in session. You are going to love the content, the production. It is so seamless and easy for you to navigate. I'm gonna talk about each of these modules and why each of these modules are gonna take you to the road to 2%. But before I do that, you are in the right place if you are ready to scale your business, if you are ready to take it to the next level, if you are ready to go from entrepreneur to CEO, to show up on Mondays knowing exactly how your business is running, what you need to do to take it to the next level, to have the right tools, systems in place, to have people to support you, that love you, that take care of you, that has a team that has rallied around your mission, to have customers who cannot wait to buy from you, and you are finally letting go of control of playing every single hat, and you are actually getting to run the business of your dreams while making an impact. Who is the CEO? Let me know in the chat if this is you, if this is what you want. Ariana's ready. Jessica Hernandez is ready. The Spa Theory is ready. Isabel is ready. Aliza is ready. Misodi is ready. Lena is ready. Simran is ready. Eva is ready. Uvi is ready. Jennifer is ready. Melanie is ready. Giselle is ready. Cassie is ready. Anais is ready. Jesse is ready. Chan is ready. All of you are ready. Let's fucking go. Module one, power. The first module we're going to cover, so I'm actually going to give you a full run through of the things that are part of the, the process because I want to make sure this is the right decision for you. Okay. First module, power. This is not just a bullshit mindset module that's going in. We're going to talk about your core values, how to build a business that you can actually empower other people to want to be part of, whether that be your customers, whether that be your team, and what are the actual successful traits of a CEO. I dive deep into what it takes to be a CEO with the right mindset, and we're gonna work on that. What are the actual tools and traits that you need? And we've literally studied hundreds of CEOs, and I've talked about the things that make them, that make them great and the things that don't. And so the module one is really around your vision for the business and how to rally everyone around that vision. Module number two is pitch, right? So once you've nailed your vision for the business, and again, this can be applicable even if you already have, this is for people who have businesses already, right? This is not for you if you haven't started a business. You can absolutely take it and start it as the foundation of your business, but this is a whole rework of your business at whatever stage you are in. We're gonna revisit that power. We're gonna revisit those values. Next, we're gonna talk about pitch, right? Which is your story, which is the marketing plan, right? Which is literally going to talk about funnels. How do you actually attract the right customers to that vision? And that underlying pitch, that marketing funnel, 
We talk about in detail things like tofu, mofu, bofu, which are marketing lingos and terms to actually help you scale your sales funnel and your marketing funnel. But it comes back to the power of pitch. How to land those amazing PR interviews, right? Right after this, I'm heading to CNBC, right? How do I, how do we do that? It's the power of the story. It's the power of the pitch. And you're going to have all of my modules and worksheets on pitch and marketing. We're also going to talk about brand, which is literally my favorite topic ever. And I'm going to be doing brand audits during this, uh, during this time frame of the week. So we're going to do the module. Then we're going to do the live training on it. You have a hundred pages of materials that support you. Okay. And you can take it at your own pace. And I'm going to show you how you can take it at your own pace, but we're going to do brand. We're going to revisit that message across all channels. I am so tired of you're selling in one way. You have one source. Maybe it's just Instagram. Maybe it's just social. Maybe it's just the one way of marketing that you're doing. How do, how do you actually get a source that's diversified to bring in customers from all segments so that you can do retargeting and ads to scale, right? You cannot rely on one source. I talk about taking your one source, pulling it off of social and taking it into email. And what does that nurture look like? So lots of juicy, juicy deals in pitch. And most importantly, we're going to really dive deep into your ideal customer avatar so that we can reach them within all of these sources. Next, you've got your power, your pitch is ready. You've got this. Now you need your product. We've got to perfect your product, right? We've got to make the most out of your product suite. You got a little taste of it on day two. We talked about the way that you can increase your customer lifetime value. You actually don't need to create a lot of net new. You don't need a lot of customers to actually get to the revenue goals. That is a myth. You have a million dollar business. Each and every single one of you is sitting on a million dollar business right now. Maybe some of you hack are also sitting on a billion dollar business. I know you have a six figure business by the end of this year. If you put this into work, wherever you are in your journey, this module on products is going to help you expand without having to do more, right? I also go into deep about talking about the first 100 customer journey. So if you're, if you have a product, you have a hero product, you have one product, how do you actually listen to your customer to go expand that product offering? We talk about price here as well in this module and go deeper. Next, we talk about profit, right? So you've got your power, you've got your messaging, you've got your marketing funnels, you've got the greatest product. Now we've got to measure the success, right? This is where we go deep into KPIs. This is where we talk about financial forecasting. I give you my financial forecasting playbooks and tools. It's going to be so simple. Math is our friend. Okay. You have feelings. I have math. We are CEOs of our business. We should know how to operate that. And so next we're going to go into profit. We're going to go into how to actually take a look, understanding our finances, seeing how we can optimize our business. We don't need to do more. My goal is for you to have to do less and make more. Next, this is probably going to be everyone's favorite module, process. This is the deeps of scalability. Systems, playbooks, SOPs. On day two, we talked about 10X scalability. Here we dive into tools, processes, how to actually create a playbook. I'm going to share with you our playbooks, how to actually train your team on these playbooks so that they can effectively do it without you. So this is the juicy stuff. This is where we're going to roll up our sleeves. We're going to do the work. And during the eight weeks, why is there eight weeks and six modules? Because some of them are really heavy. So I'm going to give you a week of implementation. 
okay? And so I'm still gonna show up with you, and during the week of implementation, you're gonna be doing the work, and I'll tell you what we're gonna be doing alongside you here in a second. Module number six is people. The last and final module. You have your power. You have your vision, your why, your clarity. Everyone's rallied around it. You have your pitch, you have your marketing, you have your sources. You have exactly what you need to do to get the customers to you. You have the product that everyone's ready to buy that's perfected and is just expanded now within your product offering, right? Then you have the profits. You know what to measure. You have your goals. Your team has them. Next, you have your process. You have your scaling elements. You have your tools. You have everything in place to go take that to actually scale your business. The last piece of this is people, probably the most important piece of your business. I don't think anyone's taught you how to run an effective meeting. How do you have a one-on-one? -on -one? What are the things that you should be doing as CEO? How do you hire? When do you hire? How do you fire? When do you fire? How do you train? How do you onboard? How do you create an org chart? How do you distribute roles and responsibilities? This module goes deep into people leading and how to effectively utilize people so that one plus one equals three, right? The concept of one plus one equals three is that when you hire, I see women hire to delegate. You are not gonna grow that way. You're gonna take things off your plate, but you have to strategically hire. We recently hired our COO for CEO school, Carlina. She literally has been one plus one equals three in our business. Sophia has been one plus one equals three in our business. Our team is one plus, every single person that we hire is one plus one equals three. I'm not hiring them to take off a task. I'm hiring them so that they can bring in their strategic value and now we can add in net new revenue, optimize processes. Module six goes into people. And I'm telling you, the greatest gift of being a CEO is seeing also the success of your people. That's why I show up to still do what I do every single day at Stacks. Two weeks of implementation. So there's a lot to cover. You can always go back to the modules and the modules we've broken down, we've been recording this for the last six months. We did over, Carlos, how many hours of content? 35 hours of content right? So we've done so much content. It's not 35 hours of content. It's broken down for you, right? It's modularized. So you can go into a tool, you can go into pitch, you can go into product, you can go into process, break it down. Every time you break down a smaller video, all of the lessons and the worksheets attached are with it. So a lot of beautiful work that went into just the way that I want you to be thinking about these things one bite at a time. So we give you two working sessions, two implementation sessions, Lastly, of course, you always get lifetime access to the materials. And we'll always be adding in net new stuff specifically to the program, which you'll always get access for when we drop it. So lifetime access to all of, all of the materials. My favorite is going to be the CEO School Binder that is going to get mailed to you. And you're going to have 100 pages of just solid information. So we're hoping to send everyone a welcome kit, a beautiful swag box with everything ready to go so you don't even have to worry about finding the modules, finding the pieces. I love a good notebook and a workbook. This is all of our playbooks and learnings over the last three years of building CEO School into a beautiful format that you can apply immediately. I wanna give a quick um, uh, disclaimer for international. I'm sure there's gonna be some sort of like small international shipping fee just because we need to get it out to you guys. So. Um, just want to say that, but everybody should have access to everything immediately, digitally, and then we'll get you the most beautiful boxes ever. You know, I'm a huge swag and box junkie. 
Lastly, I'm going to be bringing you my friends because I believe if you want to go, you know, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. I'm going to be bringing you expert guests along the way. So I have a list of incredible friends, the most highest and best regarded in the industry. I hope you guys got a chance to come to the summit to see the kind of people we bring a game people to the table. I don't know who I'm going to ask yet. The reason why I didn't put the little bubbles up with the faces of saying it's Jenna this time, it's Amy this time, um, and Jenna, <laughs> Jenna Kutcher, Amy Porterfield, it's whoever they are, right? I don't know who they are yet. And the reason why I didn't put their names yet is because I want to see what you guys are needing more of, right? So I'm gonna bring in, if you were looking for that PR expert, I'm gonna go bring in the PR expert. So I'm gonna bring in four guests and four modules that are gonna be very specific to what your needs are. And I'm, it's gonna be stellar. Okay, so here it is, the entire package. The program, the modules, the workbooks, the digitals, the live coaching, okay, the weekly coaching, the entire program, the total value is $16,000 in value, okay? 16,000 in value, and here it is. We're officially gonna do it, Laura. It's yours for 2997, okay? Or four payments of $797. We have our eight-week coaching program. That's valued at $5,000, just for a DIY course itself. Your six step-by-step -step modules, 3,000. Weekly coaching with me, I charge $3,000 for a one-hour coaching session. So that is definitely not the price there, but weekly with me live every single week in a group setting. Your binder with all of the workbooks, the welcome box, the guest experts and real world value that is honestly, I can't put a price on the value of all of the, all of the learnings. Plus today we have extra bonuses for you because you know we love to reward women that show up and doing the work. Vanessa was expecting it to be way more. No, knowledge needs to be accessible. And the reason why we have to charge for it, right, is because when you don't pay for it, you don't show up to put in the work. I know that firsthand. I see it from all the programs that we've done. We went back and forth on pricing so much. We wanted to make sure we had accessibility. And that's why the pricing plan is there. We're also gonna be giving back a money back guarantee because I don't want you to come in if you're not ready to commit. So I'm not here to take your money and say this is not the program for you. We really want to change your business. I want to change your business. I want to take these learnings. This has been the most fun project, honestly, I've worked on in so long. The last time I had this much fun was rebranding Fat Merchant of Stacks. And it was amazing. This is the same feel I get here. This is like birthing my third child. And so here it is, it's yours. And I'm gonna give you the link here shortly. Here's a link, theceoschool.co slash 2022. Your next chapter starts here. Let's do this. Who's gonna be the first to come join us? theceoschool.co slash 2022. It's here, guys, it's here. Go get the course. I mean, the value is literally amazing. We also have some amazing playbooks that we're gonna share as bonuses. So I love rewarding for taking action. Taking action, I see questions on, what if I'm not ready? You are ready. If you have a business, you are ready. Why would you wanna start and not put in the foundation? You are ready today. And if you feel like you're financially not ready, take the payment plan. Do the first payment plan, right? You can absolutely, when you feel the most scared is when you should do something. Every time in my life that I've said yes to something that was so scary, 
It's been the best decision of my life. I cannot wait to see you ladies in the room. I want to help work on each and every single one of your businesses. We already have women enrolling here. This is so incredible. Welcome, welcome, welcome to CEO school. This is official, it's here. Sanira is officially, ready ladies? Are you guys ready? Official, I'm done, I'm done, I did it. I wanna like throw something. Sanira is officially out. Let's go. Feet up, woo! Bring me some wine. Hey there, if you enjoy this week's episode themes and want to go deeper into concepts on mindset, money, and marketing, download our freebie with the five secrets that helped me scale multiple companies to seven figures and beyond. These are the exact skills that will help you get you to your next level. Find it on CEO School's bio on Instagram, at CEO School. If you loved today's episode, leave us a review. This is how we grow and reach more incredible entrepreneurs like you. Tell us what you loved about the episode and you'll be entered to win one ticket to our Women in Business Conference this September in Orlando. I can't wait to see you.